We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Tits are out. Could be worse. Could be worse. It could be tits out for the pot. Tits, tits out, out for, for the, the pot. pot. Ooh. <laughs> I like that. Welcome to the Holy Hour. I'm Amelia Sampson. And I'm Liz Ball. Welcome to Mass. Your parents tell you it's an hour, but uh, sometimes it's longer. Sometimes it's 56 minutes. And we give you a snack in the middle, a uh-huh. snack and some wine. Yeah, the body oh, of Christ. Yeah. The blood of Christ, it's just four loco. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Welcome to the Holy Hour where uh, the blood of Christ is just a four loco. <laughs> and the, the, whole, the body of Christ is... Um, pizza you found on the ground on capitol hill capitol hill pizza capitol hill road pizza gross <laughs> all right no, i'm no. cracking this bad boy open mama Crack needs a drink that today baddie. why is this You've so difficult long ass monday oh my god i had a call at 8 a.m this morning cheers and then i just had a call until 7 30 p.m are those grays they look like highlights. Those are not grays. Are you kidding me? I've been finding grays recently. They're like thicker and coarser. I want a gray. I want just one. You should try dating the guys that I date. I'm get some grays. <laughs> <laughs> um, I found a gray in my boyfriend's hair the other day, and I was like, oh, I think you have a gray. And he's like, really? And he was really excited. Typical man response. Yeah, he's going to be a silver fox. Ugh. I know. I really annoying. love salt and pepper men. Yeah. And he was like, will you pull it out for me? And I was like, you want me to pull out your first gray? He's like, yeah, I want to see it. What an honor. Was it in his hair or his beard? His hair. Does he have a beard? He has scruffy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Yeah. mm -hmm. So I pulled it out and then uh, he was looking at it and observing it. And then I was like, wait, can I hold it? (laughs) It's my turn to hold it. It is thicker and coarser. (laughs) It's my turn to hold the gray hair. (laughs) I hope I gave this to you. <laughs> yeah, I'm responsible for it. I should hold it. I don't feel like I'm a very exhausting girlfriend. It doesn't sound like you I are. think if I was, uh, he wouldn't date me. Yeah. But also, I used to be an exhausting girlfriend. So. To him or to? Uh, no. In gen- I, it, I exhausted myself as well as anyone in my immediate vicinity. I feel like everybody needs an exhausting girlfriend or boyfriend phase. Yeah, you need to exhaust yourself so then you just like, by the time your frontal lobe's done developing, you're like tuckered out. I'm tired. I'm done. (laughs) I have no more fucks left. Yeah, it's like letting a kid run around all day so they sleep well at night. Yeah, I'm like, am I allowed to give this few fucks before age 30? (laughs) Wow, that's power. I don't... (laughs) It's. I feel like my fucks have been reallocated. Like my fucks used to be given about my personal life, but mm-hmm. now my fucks are for like equality. Fuck yeah, that's more. That's a better use of my fucks. Oh, for sure. That's In probably arguably the best use of your fucks. Yes, for equality. Mm-hmm. Fucks for equality. Fucks for equality. But also, like, it's good. Like, you used up your fucks on caring for yourself, and now you can use your fucks on other things. As a things. dumbass, selfish teenager, and in my early twenties, everybody needs to get fucks about themselves into, once like, in a while. My mid twenties, and then you tuckered yourself out. Everything kicked my ass all at once. Mm-hmm. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> but look at me now. 
rocking my hoop hair earrings. Is long. I yes. Got hoops. Uh huh. You look so pretty. I love that jumpsuit. Thank you. Ten out of ten experience. All I around. feel pretty. Go- good. I feel good. Wow, we're really like the yin and yang right now. Mm-hmm. I like rolled oh, into. I rolled into Liz's apartment wearing gray on gray. My hair. We're recording film, so I'm sure you'll see it. <laughs> it's, go to our Instagram to see my hair. I think you look cute. <laughs> That's nice of you to say. I really, one of these days, I need to try harder when I come over here because I always walk in and Liz always looks so good. I, it's what? because I am self-conscious. <sighs> Just the bang. I got an alfalfa going on. Um. So last week after my crazy ex made <laughs> a Twitter account to harassed me from and I found out it was him um I posted on our Instagram story and I asked uh some of the some of the peeps some of the angels um like what does your crazy ex do and you guys told me some of the funniest shit I've ever read (laughs) um one of them was particularly alarming um so first I'm gonna read some of the answers and then we'll get into the story I made it a a a story on our (laughs) on our Instagram it's so funny uh so I said um what weird shit does your ex do and then someone said exists (laughs) love that answer (laughs) same (laughs) um another person said lie in an almost euphoric manner whoa um and then this person said Message me every once in a while to tell me they wish they hadn't fucked up, mm. which that's power. Isn't that the dream? Yeah. Um, and another person. This is the shocking one. She paid a friend to follow her in his car. Call me up asking for help. I show up and the dude hits my car. <laughs> I said, what the actual fuck? Yeah. Did he did they say what the, the dude hit the car with another car? He hit on purpose. Yes. He sack. He murdered his own car. Yes. He was trying to fuck the girl, for sure. I Unclear. Um, but that's the story. I asked it, this person to tell us the story. Why, why else would you say... Oh, is there a full story? Yes. Oh, so fuck. he gives okay. us a full story. Right. And I'll tell it Jump after oh. the, I read the rest of these. Okay. Wow. Cliffhanger. Um, and then this person said, uh, texted me that he's going to pleasure himself imagining me with other men. And ladies and gentlemen, if that is not the definition of a cuck, I don't know what is. What the actual fuck? (laughs) Um, This one said, sends random Snapchats of stuff he's programmed. Haven't talked in five years. Stuff he's programmed? Yeah, I guess maybe he's a programmer. Probably. Get that Amazon dick out of here. I was about to say. That developer dick. (laughs) Developer dick. It will disappoint you, but he has money. <laughs> developer dick. <laughs> I feel like developer dick is designed for, um, like, uh, femdoms. Oh, yeah. Dominatrixes. Oh, for sure. Get you that developer dick. Mm-hmm. Make him your little sub. Step on his balls and stilettos. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you said that, and we both were like, <laughs> she like, did that. You're such a ride or die. You were like, yes. Yes. <laughs> fucking balls whatever you say amelia <laughs> step on those developer balls um <laughs> let's oh just let God. that one hang for a second <laughs> moment of silence uh okay and this next one said uh sends random snap oh no i read that one married but writes me letters to check in also no idea how he got my address oh no and i said time for a restraining order I wonder what the letters say. Letters? Is he like in World War One? Like, why is why doesn't he just like hit her up on the phone? My dearest Harriet, <laughs> I noticed you have blocked me. <laughs> I'm writing to you to let you know it hath been a fortnight. <laughs> I always switched accents up in the middle. Of yeah, that. I don't know. <laughs> From British to to Southern. That was good representation. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Yee yee. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh. This next one showed up to my workplace twice. Kept calling to solicit business. Had to go to the police. I said it's a bold move, Cotton. Let's see if this one pays off. <laughs> um. And then this next one. Uh. Text me to cuddle while I'm in a tent with my boyfriend at the same festival. Um, he really shot his shot 
I wonder if he knew that the boyfriend was... He must have. I'm sure he knew. Ew. I bet he was like, it would be such a flex if I got her to come into my tent. Ugh. But also, some men are just oblivious and do not care. Yeah. <laughs> right. Selective attention. Um, this next one. Uh, bought the house next door to me. And I know her and she is married. <laughs> what so a fucking nightmare. He's just living next to her with his binoculars like that is the i would be what the hell they doing over there what a fucking night if my ex moved in next door i can't imagine anything worse i think i'd put a sign in my window or maybe i would just like intentionally fuck in my window oh yeah just a bunch of why not yeah just what's that called when you want people to watch you have sex voyeurism Mm. (laughs) i answered that too quickly I didn't even finish my sentence. Voyeurism. <laughs> Anyways. Okay, moving on. <laughs> um, this one said, message me on Valentine's Day. I dream about you almost every night. Give me a fucking break. I want to know, like, all the statuses of all of these exes. Like, were they, like, oh, yeah. long time ago ex? Like, a two How weeks ago? How long they date? Yeah. Did Do they, they still talk? break up? Are they dating someone else? Are they still fucking? Yeah, are you still fucking? If you're still fucking... Makes sense why, you know, they're hung up. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one, this one was rough. It made me sad. Sent me a photo of him kissing another girl two days after we broke up. For what? What a piece of shit. For what? Also, to me, that's just like you are the one who is like not handling this. Yeah, well. yeah. Misery loves company. What else? What other reason would you need for sending a picture of that to your ex? Yeah. I don't. Other than you just not wanting to be the only one that's depressed. That's fucked up. The level of petty. I can't I'm, imagine a scenario unless I got cheated on and I was feeling like mad petty and like deserved to be feeling petty. I can't think of another reason that that would ever be okay. Yeah, like girl, if you cheated on him, like maybe love came into the but <laughs> Yeah, otherwise, fuck him. Yeah. We haven't decided whose side we're on yet. No, we need the whole story. <laughs> We've just decided to turn this into a whose side are we on game. No. <laughs> She she's our listener. We's, we're on your side. We will. We're what did he do to make do? you cheat on him? <laughs> yeah, you get you get your dick, queen. <laughs> I hate all of this. Yeah, we we do not support cheating in any no aspect. If you're no. going to cheat, just break up. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that's the best thing you can do. Yeah, we're also going under the assumption that you cheated. Yeah, I'm going to assume that she probably didn't, and this guy's a turd goblin. <sighs> Fuck that guy. I hate him. I hate yeah, him. Yeah, we hate him. We hate him for you. Um, and then this final one said, uh, my ex tried to steal my dog after we broke up, and the, I had the dog before we dated. Like, st- that w- uh, that's, that's actually probably, like, next-level heartbreaking for me. I can't even imagine that yeah, shit. Yeah, someone tried to steal Ruffin from you. I, I would... So- if someone tried to take my cats... That's probably gonna the only die. time I would get violent. Yeah. You're gonna die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like, actually. Wow. Ew. Um, so let me get into this reader story, because it was a... Just a wild ride. So, this is a guy. Mm-hmm. Um... And I was like, wait, can you please tell us the whole story? This is wild. I need to know more. <laughs> and he said, absolutely. I also asked if I could tell it on the podcast. He said yes. Um, so he said, um, we re- we had remained friends, but it was pretty fresh after the breakup. So I was still holding out hope at work. She called me up one night and said she and a friend of ours were driving around near where I lived. And some dude had started following them and they wanted me to meet them nearby. I drove down and they pulled in as well as this dude. I pulled my car in front of his to shield them. He claimed he was lost and was trying to find the freeway. I told him it was easy to find, explained, but he played dumb. So I agreed to lead him there and my ex and my and friend were going to follow him in case he tried anything funny. When we got to the mall right next to the freeway, we pulled in and I U-turned to tell him where to go from here and he ran into my bumper while U-turning as well. I thought he was just dumb as fuck and pulled further up and he floored it and sideswiped me until his window was next to mine and he had this rage face <gasps> on. That's terrifying. Yeah. I peeled out of there um, and looped around the mall. He took off another in another direction. 
I pulled back into the parking lot and my ex and her friend were parked there shaking. A cop was across the street and came over. My ex told him it was an organ plate. It wasn't. And then the cop accused me of being involved in some drug deal gone wrong. <gasps> a cab. Uh-huh. What the fuck are cops good for? A cab. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> not not the narrator. <laughs> I'm the one who said it. A cab. Um, oh, even grandpa says a cab. Um, uh, my ex was in tears and apologized uh, for asking me to come out to help them. Years later, she shows up at a friend's party and drunkenly confesses to setting it up. The dude was some new friend of hers, but he wasn't supposed to hit my car or anything. Just play creepy. I was so livid, but I didn't want to cause a scene, so I just told her how fucked that was and left the party. Wow. I know. Was that the whole story? Yeah. Okay. What what the fuck? Okay, new friend is all sorts of 50 shades of crazy. Who who he's, sacrifices? I bet he's like one of those like crazy guys that's like yeah I'm gonna protect I protect women yeah but then would like hit you with probably. his car like what the fuck and then uh, like her lying about it being an organ plate too so fucking calculated what that's uh, fucked up I like, hate her at that point she should have reported the car yeah I I don't know what the fuck that guy was definitely trying to fuck who who why else would he sacrifice his car. I I will die on this hill. And not even that, like, how many people you put in, ja- in danger. Yeah. Like, I this mean, guy also, was like, yeah, I'm holding out hope it's going to work with my ex. We can mend things. I don't, I mean, like, that, you dodged a bullet, my guy. Well, uh, yeah. But also, like, the guy that she hired, like, he do- he doesn't know that's some illegal shit <laughs> the guy that wrote this story like could have been packing you know what i mean like, true you don't know you true. pull up window and to window and give a rage face yeah damn fucking hell what a- Ugh. no shit could it be me wild. i can't imagine doing anything that crazy but that shit's uh, wild yeah that's a crazy story i'm trying to think what the craziest thing one of my exes has ever done and i don't no sleep with a bunch of people while we're together that's pretty crazy um (laughs) yeah i think that shit's insane yep um i don't i haven't really had like crazy exes do you want one of mine yeah (laughs) no Mm -hmm. i so after i told that story last week um like a couple days later wednesdays is when i have my therapy appointments and i was like talking to my therapist and i was like i was just reflecting on like that my ex does this like clockwork every 1.5 years where he pops up in some way because he can't handle the idea that I don't think about him <laughs> fucked or something um I know that has nothing to do with me and uh I was just kind of like replaying in my head like all of like the fucked up things that my exes have done mm-hmm. and for a while I was like okay well at least like Scorpio was not he's like not the worst of my exes like sure the last guy i dated like i forget i dated him because he was so normal yeah i think like, dated him nice too. <laughs> uh but other than that like of my like badly behaved exes he is he, i was thinking he was the best because like the firefighter ex tried to cheat on his wife with me yeah and he knew i had a boyfriend and he was like waiting for me to like decide the boundaries and i was like what do you no right because if what it's your fuck? idea it was your idea you know, I was just going on. yeah i don't know she she was drunk. She took advantage no of me. god I, can't, I really can't fucking deal that's and then uh my other ex did cheat on his now wife with me and then i was like oh okay well at least he hasn't done some shit like that he just kind of like won't leave me alone and at that point i was like at least now he leaves me alone yeah like it, did, it wasn't great it didn't end great there are some things that are frustrating and weird, but then <laughs> so he pops up with some next level shit. And I was just like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Mm-hmm. Like, this is a pattern where I've dated like men who behave like this. And like the common denominator is me. And then my therapist was like, you could also argue like when you were in these relationships, you weren't living consciously and you've done a lot of work to like work on yourself and change and become very self-aware and like 
now you would never date someone like that. And it also made me feel very thankful um, that I am not in relationships like that anymore. Yeah. I mean, you were saying last episode that like you would just kind of date whoever wanted to date you. Yeah. I'd be like, well, we can, like if something didn't feel right, it's like I, I would know it. in my gut and in my heart, like this wasn't right for me, but I'd be like, well, maybe like this will change. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. And then that's why they, that's another reason that they have all of this like really immature behavior is because like you were just ignoring those red flags. Yeah. And then I and think both of us are in this mindset where we're like, okay, well we can change these mm-hmm. things about a partner, mm-hmm. but Mm-mm. you should never date someone with that mindset. No. And I'm going to blame my Virgo Venus <laughs> who likes to fix broken things i found out what my venus was i almost texted you last night Ooh, tell me taurus Ooh, i know i like that i feel like it's accurate yeah oh i started talking to a gemini man i've been meaning to tell you his birthday's june 7th it was an accident (laughs) god damn it why i know you do that game over for me for sure i feel like gemini men are only good for having fun with Mm mm-hmm yeah and i mean that's really all i'm looking for so come on over fair enough come on over baby in the words of christina aguilera did you want to talk about love bombing this episode i have things to say what what angle were you hoping to take i was just gonna let you take the reins on love bombing okay look at this what's happening i feel like i'm falling apart um yes a little blanket and some tea (laughs) yeah some tissues i'm okay my little kneeling (laughs) i'm so tired um, I'm so tired of bullshit. Yeah, I'm <laughs> tired of all the bullshit. Uh, so, I have been doing a lot of research on like clinical narcissism recently mm-hmm. for reasons I don't want to dive into because it would you, be you a whole put other two episode. And two together. <laughs> yep. Um, and I always thought I'm sure I've said this on a past episode. I've always thought that narcissism was like, oh my god, he's such a narcissist, like cocky. Yeah. And it's so much more than that from a clinical standpoint to the point of it being... If we're talking about legitimate narcissism, it's a whole different ballgame. whole different ballgame. being egotistical. And a lot of people were telling me to research narcissism for a lot of reasons um, unrelated to me as an individual, I just want to point out. I mean, everybody has narcissistic traits. That's the yeah. issue with personality yeah. disorders. Everybody has, like, some of the characteristics of them. Mm-hmm. But when there's a lot of them, that's when it's, like, a diagnosis. So I started reading up on narcissism. There is a diagnosed narcissist on TikTok. His at is mental healness. And he just, he has like 300,000 followers. He has a lot of people following him now, but um, he talks about narcissism. So through that, I found out about love bombing, which I hear from a lot of my friends that are going through breakups deal with, with exes that they believe are narcissists because it is such a like keystone to narcissism i've been experiencing love bombing as of recent with a very casual fling but what love bombing is is when you like intensely you just like throw all of your affection on someone all at once and just like shower them with all of this attention and then you can just turn it off and move it on to someone else easily. Because then they freak out and mm-hmm. then they're like begging you for attention. They will do anything. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, what did I do wrong that you are no longer giving me this kind of attention? Mm-hmm. And like you likely did nothing wrong. Yeah. Like they're just love bombing you because you're giving them this satisfaction and attention that they want right then and there Mm -hmm. and then you think they're this amazing person and that you did something wrong and then they like go and move on and love bomb someone else in front of your fucking face Mm -hmm. um and sometimes it's more complex than that yeah i mean that's the very basic yeah explanation of it but that's really such a characteristic of it too is that they then do it in front of your face to somebody else it's disgusting and it fucking hurts because you get so attached to that kind of attention and then they're able to just like turn it off like it was nothing. Yeah. And that hurts. That fucking sucks because then you have that as your bar. It's hard to not wonder like, what did I do wrong? Exactly. It's an unrealistic standard for how someone should love you. And I got caught up in that a lot when I was getting out of a love bombing situation um, because I was like, 
trying to fight for a relationship that wasn't right for me because I was getting that level of affection. And it was because it was, it was a love bomb. It wasn't, and it's not to say that it's not genuine, but it is a little fabricated. And when someone love bombs you, they will never give you that level of affection and comfort ever again. Mm -hmm. And I think we've all probably experienced something like that. And this isn't the same as like, you know, once you're comfortable in a relationship, like the excitement turns into more of like a a level. Yeah. Yeah. Like you know each other. You don't need to be anxious all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, But I definitely felt that way in a few relationships where at the beginning you are just absolutely love bombed by them and they like do all kinds of things to gain your trust and your affection and then they take it away from you and then um maybe they'll give you bits and pieces so you continue to stay in this relationship with them and pine for their affection and attention and how you do that is going to be different like person to person like for me you know I defaulted to my attachment wounds of starting a fight because if you're fighting with me I know you still care about me Mm -hmm. and now I just can't even imagine that yeah oh my god it's such an ugly feeling like (laughs) if my boyfriend ever started yelling at me the way my exes and I would yell at each other I would be like oh my god call 911 (laughs) yeah 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 I know. Yeah. Longing for that, like attention in any form that you can get it. I was realizing like I was staying angry at my ex was keeping me feeling close to him, which I think is kind of like a similar thing. It's like love and hate are so closely aligned. mm -hmm, Absolutely. And it was hard for me to see him be able to just like turn it off so quickly because it really does make it feel like you've done something wrong. And then love bomb someone in front of your face. Uh huh pretty fucked and recently the reason we're talking about this now is because i (laughs) got super love bombed by a super narcissist luckily i didn't get emotionally attached and luckily we didn't talk about it yeah that too this is like news to anyone listening yeah yeah this is not someone you've heard of (laughs) no it's not no it's not i and this was very short-lived i mean like what we were we started he messaged me in mid-december or end of december and um yeah he like was doing the whole like i want to fly you out to see me um he was like calling me just like in the middle of the day just to tell me he was thinking about me he was making me feel super special he was like talking shit about a bunch of other women in his life which is a number one red flag for me and my dumbass ignored it and it was those were people that he was also talking to that he was talking shit so that if I saw them interact with his shit did I not tell you that no yeah so if if I saw him interact with their shit it was just because he was being nice Mm -hmm. this man was polished it was scary scary so yeah he kind of like blipped off the he called me on valentine's day to say happy valentine's day and then that was the last that i heard from him i'm going to throw this man to mercer island Uh like i'm going to drop kick him into the sun yep i cannot believe this it was awful the hoops are coming out oh yeah no they're they're coming out to play they're jumping out (laughs) hold my earrings they click out pretty easily. Perfect. They're perfect for fighting. Um, but yeah, he has a new lady now. He flew her out to see him. For now. For now. I know. I'm scared for her. Um, she seems really, really sweet. But. Um, and that's how you. I think that's also how you especially know that like you aren't personalizing this. Like yeah. the fact that you can recognize this other woman and not be jealous of her and like be like yeah she is really great and she's very she seems like really lovely Mm -hmm. and I'm scared for her yeah no 100% and honestly like I was I was really enjoying the attention I was getting from him but but a part of me felt a little scared of him because it was so intense and like it was like too good to be true all along but I was still kind of like whatever YOLO like I'll fly out and see him like I was in that mindset because like I don't know. I don't, You're not going bored. anywhere without me. I know. You're not going was like, to meet any man without me. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's true. That's the second time that we've almost flown yeah. out to like, meet okay, someone well, together. I know someone nearby, so. Yeah, I guess we're going. 
Yeah, but I mean, I'm really glad that he showed himself before I got in too deep or like told him too much personal information or before I went out there or, but he was just like, I don't know, a scary man. But I'm watching him love bomb this new girl and pretty publicly too, which is a sign of a narcissist. And um, I'm just kind of waiting for it to play out. But I really do feel badly for her because she's nuts about him. She's like tweeting about being in love and like all this shit. So I don't know. We'll see. That's rough. It really is. It sucks. And she's young, too. And she's been married before. How old is she? 24. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. A baby. Mm -hmm. She's been married (gasps) before. A child. A child. (laughs) Anyway. He definitely uses his position Mm -hmm. to, like, gain the trust of women, but then behind closed doors, like treats women a completely different way yeah that is not aligned with what he says yeah he believes yep his whole image is about like kindness and like treating women right yeah and then he has this like charles manson never actually killed anyone yeah he just had everyone so he else has this like charismatic way about him and he's attractive which gets people to like be on his side so like i know exactly what you're talking about and i've seen people talking about it on twitter Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like this is why women do have such a hard time coming out about being sexually assaulted by a man yeah because they're immediately questioned uh-huh. uh, their intentions are questioned they're dismissed as being jealous like mm-hmm. uh yeah i don't know yeah, but no, it might warrant a further discussion. I think it definitely will. And I really do believe that it's going to, I think it's good that we've primed it before it like does blow up because it's, this is not the end of this. No. <laughs> I'm for sure going to be hearing more about this. So, so I think in April, it'll be a good conversation to have. So the definition of love bombing as told by the people of Wikipedia is an attempt to influence a person by demonstrations of attention and affection. It can be used in different ways and for either positive or negative purposes. Fuck that. Psychologists have identified love bombing as a possible part of a cycle of abuse and have warned against it. Critics of cults use the phrase with the implication that love is feigned and that the practice is psychological manipulation in order to create a feeling of unity within the group against a society perceived as hostile. Fuck. Holy shit. Yeah. This is on par with everything this guy does and has been doing my hair is standing up i i mentioned charles manson you he did. never actually killed anybody but holy shit he inspired people to do it by I, creating a cult holy fuck welcome to redux a podcast about music by a music lover for music lovers I'm Van Berryman, math teacher by trade, podcaster by hobby, former radio host and production coordinator, and avid music lover. Step into Redux for deep looks into album reviews with a concise but thorough comparison of an artist's first album to their most recent and their journey to get there. Plus, top 10 lists, best ofs, and other musical inputs to get you through the day. If you like what you hear, drop a follow on Instagram at Redux Podcast, and feel free to let me know there what reviews you want to hear. Come along on this journey with me, sit back, and enjoy the ride. So today's March 1st when we're recording right now, Um, and this marks the year anniversary of me flying home from Costa Rica (laughs) and coming home to everything being shut down, and I was like, the fuck is going on over here? It's fucking scary. Um, so this is the story of my flight home from Costa Rica to Canada. Uh, this is one of my favorite stories that you tell. I feel like I'm like <laughs> like getting ready for bedtime. I'm like, let's tell me the story was- about the flight from Costa Rica. <laughs> <laughs> it's because it was so unbelievable, and I was just on this emotional roller coaster, like watching it happen. Yes. So the flight is probably like six six and a half hours long um i sat i i got the window seat which is i'm a window seat girl i feel like you're either a window seat person or an aisle seat person i'm an aisle seat person towards the end of boarding this woman rushes on and she is wearing um like a big floppy hat and she's wearing her bikini top 
as bra <laughs> and like this big loose shirt and a maxi skirt. And uh, she sits down next to me. She just came in, rushing in with chaotic energy. And she like sits down in the aisle seat. And then she looks at me and she says, hola. And, you know, I fucking hate a white girl saying hola. 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 <laughs> I've been in Costa Rica for two weeks. Oh hola. Oh, God. Uh, also, I hate that it's always the last person on the plane that sits next to you. And just with the chaotic energy. Uh-huh. And it, it it's true. It's always like, you're like, oh, I might get this whole ass row to myself. And mm-hmm. then, like, someone comes, like, huffing on the bag. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> but I, I like... She seemed nice. She had, like, positive energy. So I was just like, okay, like, whatever. But I was just like, hi. And then I was Don't minding my me. own business. Yeah, I was like, um, I'm going to watch Riverdale. This is when my little Riverdale stint unfolded. I was just like, Love I have that. nothing better to do. <laughs> I guess I'll fucking watch Riverdale. Little did you know the world was about to shut down. <laughs> yeah, little did I know. <laughs> And I then better to do. <laughs> uh, I'll give a little preview to the future, which was me getting high as fuck watching Riverdale and it making me so confused. <laughs> and I was like, wait, is Riverdale kind of good? <laughs> I just stoned out of my mind watching fucking Riverdale. And I was like, that acting isn't that bad. Oh, wait, hold on. Wait, which, which of the Sprouse brothers is in Riverdale? um cole i think it's cole i saw cole when i was in vancouver fun little insert he was in a bar i was in this is so relevant i know i was in vancouver i know and Damn. you were watching riverdale this is meta as fuck yeah what the fuck but yeah they film okay. in vancouver fun fact apparently the whole city of vancouver him. hates them i'll send you a tiktok Aww. yeah they're all like dicks i guess cole sprouse is nice lily reinhardt's apparently awful oh i know don't you hate that sad. she seems so sweet she, apparently she's not okay go on <laughs> Well, that's the tea, folks. Um, so Chaos Girl is looking around, and then there's this guy who's sitting, like, across from us. He's, like, across and one row back. And he's in the window seat, and he's all by himself. And he's pretty cute. Um, and she decides she's going to move over to that seat. And I was like, first of all, respect. Like, yeah. shoot your shots. The balls. Sis. And then I also was like, what the fuck is wrong with me that you don't want to sit by me, even though now I have an entire row to myself. I was like, um, excuse me, I am clean Ouch. and polite and small. I said hi when you said hola. Yeah. I thought we were friends. I thought we had a thing, but I guess not. <laughs> even though I was mad when you sat down because I wanted the row to myself. So anyways, she gets up and she's like, is this seat taken? And he's like, no. And then she like, I feel like she was, like, cute enough, you know? Yeah. So she gets all her shit, and she moves over to that aisle seat, and then uh, homegirl wastes no time. They start, she's, like, chatting him up, and he started showing her videos of, like, this rave he went to, um, and, like, all I could hear was just, like, oh, my God, no. (laughs) (laughs) And then she just... (laughs) <laughs> who knows what if she's like wow yeah and then um i i could only really hear him i could not hear her but uh they were talking about astrology at some point because he said he was a pisces which yikes i know big yikes <laughs> um oh also he's wearing elephant pants no yes he was wearing elephant pants. well they, they sound like a match made in heaven he was wearing elephant pants she was wearing a bikini top as a bra can, Can I, I make it, it any more obvious? I'm so happy I, I caught your drift on that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, like, we take off, and by the time we're, like, stabilized in the air, which is maybe 10 minutes, um, she is in the middle seat, and they are holding hands, like, close together, like, um, they're like intertwined and their faces are like super close together and they're having some very intimate conversation. This is like, this has to be at least 
only 20 minutes into us being in the air jesus and then i'm like watching and there's like a woman directly across from me too and we're both like low-key <laughs> making eye contact what the like is going what on? the hell and i wish i was her because i wish i could hear what they were talking about anyways they are like an inch apart from each other's face and then i'm looking i'm like okay they're gonna kiss at some point and i like look over maybe like a couple minutes later they're in a full-on makeout <laughs> session, fully making out in this row. I kind of love her. I like. Our I queen. have no. I I have no choice but to stand. <laughs> no choice. How do you pull that off? I know, right? Oh my god, I could never have that level of confidence. And they both were cute, so Fuck like, yeah, good, good for, for them. them. Um, but oh like, fuck. they're just like having this steamy makeout session. And I'm like going in between the two most dramatic things ever, which is watching this love story unfold and Riverdale. <laughs> and it's Riverdale like season one. So right. that's arguably the best season. Yeah, you were just, yep. Yeah. Both I was great. I was like, oh my God, this is a pretty good show. Um, <laughs> You're watching little two, did you I know. split screen going on. Yeah, I have split screen happening. I'm watching Riverdale on my iPad. I'm watching this couple love have Island. a flash romance in front of my face, making out like, it's not love I, train, it's love plane. Love plane. I just had to say it. It popped in my head. I was like, I can't miss the opportunity. Zing. <laughs> um, what if they were actually secretly married and they were just like doing a little bit? Wait, I love that. I kind of hope that was the case, except I probably too, not. But yeah, probably Here's not. Here's the rave I went to. Yeah. Oh, hey. loud enough for just me to hear i will say tweet the whole thing if i had a row to myself and someone was like can i sit here i'd be like go fuck yourself (laughs) this is my row (laughs) homegirl did like she's like that guy (laughs) i I love her she's like i am going to fuck on this flight i wonder if they did because she was on his lap at one point yeah Um, wearing a dress i was was watching and there was no i think maybe he grabbed her boobs nice um she was wearing a bikini top as a bra so who's to say but i was like if they start getting like super sexual on this flight i will be very upset i did not sign up to watch this but i will (laughs) is that a fake lizard on your floor yes why does it look so real? I just, my heart just went into my butt. I have, um, so my cats, when they lived with my parents for a few months in Las Vegas, when I first moved up here, uh, they loved like chasing the lizards in the backyard. Oh, sweet. So they, for Christmas, they got my cats <gasps> little lizard toys oh that they God. have absolutely demolished i was like i've never set someone's pet lizard i'm like we don't have wild lizards here what is that gatsby loves it that's so cute okay sorry i interrupted uh, i know that's fully okay. panicked like, what the fuck is that <laughs> uh yeah so and even the even the like flight attendants were like commenting on like their little romance unfolding but the funniest part i think was the woman directly across from me like she put a blanket over the crack in the seat so she didn't have to watch the make out. I love that. I She's just trying to read her fucking book. She's like, are you kidding me right now? God. I, oh, my God. Wow. They were really... Didn't you get a picture of her on his lap? Yes, I got several pictures. <laughs> Do you... Can I see? Yeah. I want to see again. I think that's oh, so fucking fun. I love that story. I want... In the very off, off small chance that, like, either she listens or, like, somebody that she knows listens, like, please, I, I want to talk to you. Yes, please contact us. Because she might live in, oh, well, you flew into like, Canada. They might be Canadian. Low key, yeah, they're probably Canadian. But, like, low-key, I hope they got married. Wouldn't that be such a great I love story? I hope they got married. Amazing love story. I'm here to tell it and memorialize it forever. Yeah. On my Twitter. I live tweeted it, obviously. Of course you did. That's that's the only way to live through in a moment like that. You know, it, it's the year anniversary of COVID lockdown, and it's the year anniversary of this couple almost fucking in front of my face. <laughs> Happy anniversary to me and that couple. <laughs> the only thing worse than getting shown rave videos is 
being told stand-up jokes <laughs> in bed after sex with someone. What can I, you think of? Like, what is something cringy that men do? And I'm going to put men. I'm going to put men under the microscope here. Men do. Um, One of them is tell stand-up jokes. Yeah, in bed. If they tell stand-up jokes, post-coital stand-up jokes. I cannot tell you guys. So that guy, Fake Dom, that I've talked about on past episodes, I have had multiple women from TikTok reach out to me and be like, I think that we're, we've hooked up with the same guy, and it's always him. <gasps> have I not told you this? No! I've gotten two messages. Are yeah. you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Apparently, That's amazing. he asked one of the girls if she's autistic to her face. Are you... Are you fucking kidding me? Mm-hmm. He's, he, I had to move away from the mic for that. He's just wildly inappropriate. He, yeah, I... I okay, okay. <laughs> Listen, we are going to create a glass door for these dumbass fucking guys. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Like, shit like that is unacceptable. He... Like, sure, maybe I could dismiss, like, okay, maybe... He's not entirely a turd goblin. Like, yeah, I could I see that, I guess. Yeah. Like, he just sucks. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he was just shitty to you. Yeah. You know? Right. And we or would like, still hate him. But exactly. Yeah. And, like, obviously, there's nothing wrong with having autism. Obviously. But, like, to ask somebody, and you know, and knowing him, he meant it in, like, a venomous way. You know what I mean? Like, Are that's... You autistic? Yeah, that's exactly right. And he was actually asking, like... She was like, I think that we might be um, Eskimo sisters, is what she said. And I was like, uh-oh, who? And then he, she said his name, and I was like, oh, haha, yeah, he was kind of a dick to me at the end. And he, she was like, yeah, that tracks. And then she just told me, like, all of these stories about him. Yeah. Oh, my gourd. Uh-huh. Apparently, he ended it with her, and then they kept having sex for a while, too. So at least I dodged that bullet. <laughs> I want to ask her about the vibrator. <gasps> oh, my God, I didn't even ask her about that. We need to ask her about the vibrator. But also... I hate him. <laughs> no, fuck, but honestly, fuck him. I finally I, unfollowed him. I can't believe you were still even following him. He had a private him. Instagram, so I just wanted to keep tabs because I wasn't feeling a type of way like where it was detrimental to how I was feeling. True, so I was like, true. but then his existence just started bugging me, so I just unfollowed him. His existence bugs me too. Oh, he's such a piece of shit. I cannot fucking believe that. Yeah. Oh, God. I know. I know. We need a glass door for dating apps. Like, yeah, we really do. There's, because, do, do you remember Lulu? Did you have Lulu in college? <laughs> yeah. But I do remember having Lulu, but I also think it was fucked up. It was so fucked up. And that's why I think that it didn't last long. Yeah. Was because it was obviously problematic. Because it was like rate his dick. Yeah. And like, sure, a guy can have bad dick game and still be a great guy. Yeah. And dick game, you can change that. Yeah, you can be taught dick game. Yeah. And that's beautiful. We but you cannot change a man who is fucking 30 years old and thinks he's a dom but he says that and uses that so he can manipulate women and abuse them and be like it's okay i'm a dom mm-hmm. go fist yourself in the butt and he was not he didn't know what aftercare was he didn't know what after like that is the basics of being a dom mm-hmm. there is very there are very few people that i dislike so strongly i'm going to punch him in the dick two out of ten man two moving out on of ten, less than he was less hot then he, he's a good looking chap. no no you cannot see his eyelashes or his eyebrows and those are traits of a sociopath to me okay i'm sorry to those of you who are dating a man who you can't see his eyelashes or eyebrows i know of one good one <laughs> he's the only exception but so funny. Well, anytime some like fucking vanilla ass looking man that comes up to me and I can't see his fucking eyelashes, and he's like, "I'm a dom. Get out of here. Get the fuck out of here." Straight up, I I cannot. Oh my God. I cannot. I'm getting sweaty right now. The fact that I we had sex, I told him that I didn't come, and he said, "I'm sorry," and didn't do anything about it. You're not a dom. Is a You're red not a dom. You're not a fucking dom. flag. Oh god. I've I'm, never in I'm, my life. I am enraged right now. I can't believe. It. Like I already thought he was a piece of shit. Yeah. And a fake dom. Mm-hmm. And you just uh multiplied that by mm-hmm. a million. Yeah. He he was a garbage. He was a garbage human. 
God, I hope he's listening. You're a turd. I hope you fake Dom. You're a turd. He would only be listening if he thought that I would be talking about him because he's a narcissist. (laughs) Bring this episode full circle. (laughs) Should I find a sex fact? Oh, I have one. (gasps) You have a sex fact? Sex fact of the week. Sex fact of the week. Sex fact of the week. Sex fact. Can we do like a little shuffle version? Like do 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 do. It's a sex fact. Do 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 of the week. I think that is the winner. Okay, so the sex fact I have is very loosely a sex fact, and I'm really sorry I cannot find the woman on TikTok who shared this information but she shares a lot of information about genitalia and just like scientific things about it so um when you when a someone puts their penis in a vagina it like sucks it in what yeah and that's i mean that is also like your body like allowing someone in to it i love that well, I was thinking of it as like a black hole. I'm like, yes, <laughs> kind of everything. Oh, okay. Um, continue. It looks I'm, like a black. Hole. I'm intrigued. Uh, a black hole of pleasure. Um, <laughs> so, for any of my fellow cup users out there, I feel so fucking stupid that I didn't like put two and two together because I use a cup, and when you like put it in, it like your vagina just sucks it in. That makes so much sense. Well, there's so many muscles in there. Yeah, and it also is, like, your body is um, accepting, like, you are touching your own body. Yeah. And that's also how it works with tampons is, like, your body uh, registers it as your fingers Mm -hmm. are down there. Mm -hmm. Um, So with a cup, like, you know, you know what's going on. Yeah. (laughs) You're allowing it to be in your body. Yeah. Um, So your body will naturally, like, accept someone that you are comfortable with and, like, are allowing into your body. Wow. Yeah. I asked my boyfriend, and I was like, um, are you, like, (laughs) do you get, like, sucked into a vagina? And then he was like, yeah. They know this? Yes. (laughs) I have some people ask questions, too. It's our 30th episode, and... I'm sure you know that based on the number of the episode and the title. That's kind of crazy to me that we have 30 episodes. I know. That's wild. It's what it's crazy to think about. Yeah. People are like, are you running out of material? I'm like me and Liz could talk end to end like for about 60 years and not run out of shit to talk about. But we are going to be having guests soon yes we're starting to think about that i mean we've been thinking about it all along Yeah, we've we've always our intention was always to have guests on the show but uh no one anticipated that covid was going to be happening this long yeah so we're getting the technology in place to safely have um guests on the show Mm mm-hmm and i'm really excited for that me too i think it'll be a lot of fun to have um, cause you and I are so aligned in a lot of our views yeah. that it's going to be really exciting and interesting to have, um, people with other views and like they will have expertise in other areas that we might not know much about. And it's just going to be really exciting. And I also can't believe that we're just like at 30 episodes. Now. I know. I know. We've come so far. I know. It's crazy to look back on our first few episodes because they it feels like a different podcast. Oh, absolutely. And it again, we said this a couple of episodes ago, but it it was genuine. Like we weren't putting on a show. Mm-hmm. And so it's been interesting seeing how much we've kind of grown as individuals like I since would, then. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I would get like pretty drunk when we were I was yeah. I I don't remember recording episode three. And I didn't <laughs> the next day. Episode three that was chaos. It was chaos because you were, I feel like you were pretty drunk. Yep. And I was on trip. Yep. Yeah. That was, that was a, that was, it a, was a wild ride. I don't even remember. What did we talk about? Dating apps? I have no, no idea. No, we talked about dating apps episode two. Anyway, go, go back and listen to episode three. Fun yeah. fact. We were both. So we're a lot, minds. we're a lot more sober now. And I also <laughs> think we're a lot more, in, not, not like, I don't think we ever had a problem. It no. was just. Also, at that point, we were so anxious. Yeah, we were so we were, nervous about recording. It, well, we were so nervous about putting 
so much of our personal lives on display. I wonder if we can find the texts that we sent each other when we released our first episode. That would be cute to find. Oh, yeah. Because we were both freaking the fuck out. We get our very first episode. We share so much intimate stuff about ourselves that we have never shared, especially publicly. Mm -hmm. And we knew long term that this was going to have some kind of impact on us like it was going to impact our dating lives it was going to impact like how like the amount of information that other people have about us and like we're talking so openly about our experiences that the people that we're talking about that are in these experiences are going to hear it yeah and it just it raises a lot of like questions for you you're like okay I'm not trying to hurt anyone but what if I accidentally do yeah and what if this hurts me in the future? Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. just like, <laughs> yeah, there was like a, there were like series of breakdowns. Mm-hmm. I think when we were like realizing all of that because it, it came kind of cascading. It was like, oh my god, like this could have implications. Like, yeah. oh my, god. and like the implications hit like one by one. Like, what if I can't get a job in the future? Like, what if like an ex hears this? What if somebody doesn't want to date? Like, it was like a mm-hmm. like a wave of shit. But then like it was kind of a cool experience I think for both of us too to recognize like we're freaking out but then remembering why we were doing this in the first place of it like trying to do our tiny little part in normalizing just like women speaking openly about sex Mm -hmm. casually um like that was a pretty cool fucking feeling like setting it live and being like fuck like this is out in the open now like well and then even like before that when I had um gone on vacation with a like my little group of travel girls I remember we started talking about like when did you figure out how to masturbate and like the conversation we had was so honest and funny Mm -hmm. and I was like I wish I could talk to all of my friends about that why haven't I had this conversation with more friends like we so openly accept like boys masturbate they just know how to do it and then like I didn't figure it out until I was 17. Mm -hmm. And then all of these other people, all these other girls I knew had it figured out way before me. And I was like, holy shit, I want to talk to more people about this. So that was kind of like my first experience of like, why aren't we like just talking about stuff like this? Like what, why is it 2021 and it still feels taboo to talk about sex? Because we also, like there are, women who are trying to like change the way we talk about sex but then they talk about sex the same way men talk about sex in that it reflects like internalized misogyny Mm -hmm. well I'm just like so happy that we've kept doing this I think that it is such a stereotype for people to start a podcast and do it for like five episodes and then leave and I Mm -hmm. don't feel like we've lost any sort of steam with it I feel like we're more inspired than ever to keep doing it And it's so interesting to see how we've changed. Yeah. In 30 episodes. We have like a time capsule, kind of. It's interesting. I definitely think that we're a little more serious now. Yeah, I think so But I don't think that's bad. I think that it's honest. I think even though we were being genuine in the beginning, we felt such a pressure to be on. But when we say that we love hearing from you, I feel like I need to get a tattooed on my forehead. We love hearing from you. I love hearing from you. Like, seriously, though, because, like, it, this podcast, I think, like, necessitates a dialogue a bit. And, like, we, we're missing that, again, by not having guests. And mm-hmm. so it's important to us that we hear from you on opinions or thoughts that you're having or yeah. things you want to hear. If you have any ideas for guests that you want us to talk to, like, tell us all of that. We love that shit. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, it's, I'll say it until I go blue in the face. <laughs> If you, if you guys let us know something you want us to talk about, guaranteed we will talk about yeah. it. Yeah. And we're going to start having guests, uh, so it'll be even more fun when we have a guest. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please throw us a rating. The little reviews that people write are so nice. Uh, and we got a one star, which means we've finally made it. That's we the sign. the haters. We love the fans. <laughs> We don't want to brag, but we got a one-star review. It was probably your ex. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, probably. 
Probably. Anyway. It was it was either my ex or someone I pissed off on Twitter. Maybe it was um, French press. He finally threw us, <laughs> threw us a rating. Maybe. <laughs> he might have. He's like, you guys didn't talk about me after that episode. One star. <laughs> Rude. Um, anyway. Yeah. Um, hit us hit us with that rating. Yep. And uh, then follow, follow us, us on, on Spotify. Spotify. And SoundCloud. SoundCloud. And tell us hi. Okay. We love okay. you. Our chill. Trend. I love that you're going for the high octaves now. That's good. All right. Bye. 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 I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.